So there's this word on the street that's trending. Uh-huh. It's called kachi kachi handi. Kachi handi. So it means conversation. And in this case, it means conversations we're too scared to have. Oh, okay. Now I understand. Welcome everyone to episode 10 of Kachi Handi. Thank you so much for sticking with us through our first nine episodes. Hopefully you have learned something. Hopefully you have um, experienced something different. You're enlightened. My big thing is hopefully I've invoked um, just a twinge of empathy from you. We've had such interesting topics from our first right to our ninth facilitating all those difficult conversations. Episode 10 is a bit different because, so I've been getting questions about what is the podcast about, who is the host of the podcast, and why are we actually doing this? So this time, I'm not going to be the one asking the questions, but I will be answering the questions. So I have a friend of mine who got on two planes. Well, she got on one plane. (laughs) Not for this, not for this particular episode, but for other betrayal ways. (laughs) <laughs> but she has been my friend for 19 years. 19. 19. 19 years. She thinks she knows me very well. We'll 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 see. But she's going to ask um she's going to be the one asking the questions. Hopefully I can answer some of your burning questions as to why and who this person is and why are we doing the podcast lili lili li. and hopefully for you to get to know me a little bit. Not too much. So welcome mm. to Kachihande. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here and just to get some information out of you that maybe I don't know from mm. you for these past 19 years. Don't betray years. me again in the mm. next. We've already done one betray in the last 24 hours. That's a story for another day. But so too is a friend of mine. We met while doing A-levels. A yes, levels, now yeah. she's a rich doctor. Oh, Lord. And I'm living the sugar baby life. Anyway, let me start the interview. <laughs> Okay, so you know you wear many hats. Yes. Many. Yes. You know, we have lawyer. Mm-hmm. We have story writer. Mm. Now oh, you- people don't know I write stories. I write stories. Oh, they didn't know. Okay, no, no, so we'll, we'll, get, we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. And now you are, the, you are part of this amazing podcast and you've had such amazing guests in these past nine episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the first question I wanted to ask you is how did you get here? How did you get here? How did we get here? To the podcast. Hmm. Um, funny thing is, it wasn't my idea to do the podcast. Hmm. Yeah. The good people at Vibecast, you know, shout out to Vibecast, who will actually do production, okay. are the ones who floated the idea. So they had read my stories. Um, my stories are under Here is to Middles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a Facebook page and I also have a, um, a blog, um, that you can search for, uh, to read some of my stories, my stories, um, they touch on interesting topics as well, I think. Um, but obviously it's from, um, me writing fiction. Right. Yeah. So they approached me and said, you should try a podcast. And I said, no guys, my own voice irritates me still does to this day. (laughs) so yeah so they asked me to do a podcast and then i had to think about like if i was going to do a podcast Mm -hmm. what would i want to do the podcast about okay 
And the big thing for me was sort of keeping the same, um, the same theme that my um, stories have. Okay. Which is just having those um, conversations which we're too scared to have and also just celebrating everyday people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like with social media and just the opening up of the internet, we have access to all these people who are, you know, in all these other countries. Yeah. But people underestimate the power of rel- relatability. Mm-hmm. If I am struggling in one point, if I see someone who looks like me, possibly has had very similar experiences as me, walks the same streets I walk, we probably even have the same hairdresser. You'd be surprised how seeing someone, just getting through what may be like everyday life, how that can help another person. So that's sort of why I started the podcast. And how we got here. So Mm -hmm. before we even... Got here. I wanted to know, what is your day job? What do you do? I am a legal practitioner, Mm. um, uh, a transaction advisor. I work for a corporate and commercial firm who is not sponsoring this podcast, so (laughs) they're not getting a shout out by name. (laughs) Um, Yeah, uh, I'm a legal practitioner. I, I specialize in corporate advisory and capital markets. So that is my, my day today. I am a legal practitioner. Okay. And did H.O.L. Tishimba always want to be a lawyer? Was law part of the vision board? So initially, actually, I wanted to be a doctor. Shout out to doctors. Whatever. Yes. Then I realized I did not like, you know, the sight of blood is just a bit (laughs) And I thought, isn't that what those people do like on a day to day? I don't think you can kind of run away from it. But then I realized, um, I think I'm going to be a lawyer. And I think I decided to be a lawyer not knowing what a lawyer actually was. Okay. And I think that transition possibly happened when I was like 10. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it's like everything that I was doing was now just getting me to being a lawyer. The subjects I chose yeah. were subjects which I thought they were going to help me prepare to be a lawyer, uh-huh. to be a better lawyer. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's just... What it was. I mean, do I fall in and out of love with the law? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do I always like being a lawyer? No. But yeah, I think I've been wanting to be a lawyer from when I was like 10. Yeah. Thereabout. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what personality traits do you think that you have mm-hmm. that make you the amazing lawyer that I know you are and that I'm sure your firm as a partner know that you are? strangely what has gotten you through the long hours the breeze what personality traits <laughs> overthinking and a bit of anxiety <laughs> <laughs> funny no no no, no. funny yeah. thing is mm. yes those two things um it sounds maybe it sounds a bit negative but yes those two they are both they are my weaknesses but my strengths, strengths. as well okay the fact that i will overthink helps me to sort of look at an issue from a a number of angles, Mm. which can be really helpful to my clients. And my anxiety, just my fear of failing. Okay. That, yo, Mm -hmm. it will help you work harder in life. fear of failing. Yes. Okay. Because I don't, I sometimes feel like, you know, I look at people who seem to have like 
a plan B mm-hmm. and a plan C mm-hmm. and a living plan A, B, C and D. Mm-hmm. I always thought like law was my only plan. Okay. Mm. So then, you know, you mentioned that, well, we both mentioned that you write the most, you know, I'm your greatest fan for your stories. <laughs> yes. How did you overcome the fear of failure when you are releasing your thoughts, you know, to, as a blog to so many different people, opening up the comment section? And oh. you said your stories are fictional, but I don't think that they are. They are literal realities. <laughs> Tendakai, everybody. That is the story everybody needs to read. Yes, Tendakai is everybody's favorite. It's everybody's favorite. That, to me, is not fictional. That is the story of so many young, unprotected women mm. in Africa. So mm. how, did you, how did you overcome the fear of failure by producing such amazing work? Okay. So when I started writing... Um, the stories Mm. actually before I started writing the stories I had this thing that was gnawing at me Mm -hmm. like surely this is not all that I am yeah like there has to be something more than just the overthinking anxious lawyer yeah (laughs) especially just like the lawyer because I mean you you start to feel like and I don't know whether it was it's because where I was in my career as Mm -hmm. well I was feeling like it was about somebody else's dream. Right. Right. And I wanted something that was just mine, mm-hmm. not mine to share with another person, mm-hmm. not mine to, but just something that was mine. Uh-huh. And with stories, I, um, if you, if you actually go on like my page, um, my mom was really instrumental in me believing that I could write. Wow. I wrote a story when I was in grade six, mm-hmm. which, um, it was a story about your like worst enemy. And I wrote a story about some girl called Fiona. There was a fight. I still remember some parts of it. There was a fight on a train. Mm-hmm. It's the way I wrote the story. My teacher was so amazed by it. Mm. And my mom who was checking the homework, I think even he, she was like, ah, wow, this little girl. Mm. So once the story had been marked, she actually asked me to ask my teacher if she could take her book my book to um, read her story, my story to her students, wow. her pupils then. Mm. So she did that. And I think that was the thing that said, oh, wait a minute. So maybe I can write good stories. Right. So I had always had these vivid stories in my composition right through primary school and through secondary school. Okay. And because, like I said, my overthinking is one of my biggest tools. Mm. Um, I sometimes think my imagination runs wild yeah and you know now my therapist says it's called catastrophizing but just my ability to take one little thought yes and just mm. two, two hours later have created this in the sky right so mm. i thought so i was like i need to use some of what i have okay to do this so that's how i started writing stories mm. the fear of it, so I actually wrote a number of stories before I went live. We know. Pardon? I said, we know, we, we read <laughs> Yes. So yes. sometimes I'll just send them to like a friend to mm. read or, you know, and then, you know, um, my late friend uh, Chipo was like, let's do a blog. And I was like, no, Chipo, we can't. And he was like, no, let's try and do this. Mm. So we did it and I kept pushing the date. I kept pushing the date and pushing the date to one year. He was like, you know what? Enough of this rubbish. Yeah. Let's have a date. Let's go live. And then we kind of did. The anxiety never went away. He had to convince me to go on Facebook. Mm. And he said to me, 
because I hate Facebook. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, he said to me, just go. There are people who just have social bundles. They may not be right. able to go on your... And then I started seeing people like, oh, people are taking to this. I'm like, oh, okay, so it's... It's not just rubbish. No, it's yeah. not. Yeah. So that's how I started writing. Okay. So it was also the affirmation from your readers as well and actually hearing how they had received the stories that you had put out. To be honest, yes. And sometimes my struggle is, um, is the fact that um, you want to tell yourself, like, I am secure in my craft. Okay. Right. And I don't need anybody's external validation mm. of um, the fact that I can write or I can do this and I'm good at it. Right. But now you kind, it kind of pumps you up a bit yeah. when, when people read yeah. and come back to you with positive. Yeah. The validation. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. As much as I judge myself still, but still, yes. Yeah. Okay, so have you found the golden thread that I'm sure all of us are seeing and hearing between the lawyer and the story writer and now the person that runs a podcast that wants to discuss, you know, conversations that people don't want to have? Like, have I found the golden thread? That connects all these three parts of you and what the summation is because I can see it so clearly. Really? I see it so clearly. Um, to be honest, I think where I have come is I have just come to the acceptance that you are not just one thing mm-hmm. in life. Mm-hmm. Um, you can be many different versions. Yeah. Or, or you can do like many things. Um, which, and I think sometimes... For many people, the confusion is how a lawyer has this is doing this creative thing because, sorry, lawyers out there, lawyers are a bit like one dimensional in mm. terms and and they are rational. So how do you? I just I have I don't I haven't found the golden thread honestly. No, I haven't. I just feel like maybe um, you can be more than just one particular yeah. thing. Mm. I think I see you know the creative side of law, as you know, I'm surrounded by lawyers in my Mm. family and I Mm. see them having to have an ability to take a story Mm -hmm. and then have specific guidelines and then apply it and then re Mm. resubmit it back Mm. Mm. to a version that many people can, that's actually condense it to a version that people Mm. have to understand. I see your stories as you taking social issues Mm. and then wrapping them around, you know, a situation and a background Mm. that seems like it's not real, Mm. but you're actually talking about um, real stories and then even with your podcast, I'm mm. saying I am starting to see the single thread, the single thread. And I'm really looking forward to what is going to become of this podcast because, yeah, I'm excited. So that's what I'm starting to see. But we'll see. <laughs> no, I haven't started seeing it yet. But yeah. then I think also and I think that's the good thing about having like people who support you mm-hmm. um, with what you're doing. Yeah. There are times where like people see more than you see mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. Um and I mean, so funny that you're saying it now. I don't know why you haven't been saying it all this time. for a podcast. <laughs> because, <laughs> because just that, because sometimes that push helps you, mm-hmm. especially on the days where you don't believe in yourself. Right. If Vibecast will tell you how long we were moving the release date. I wouldn't date, be surprised. 
We started, no, 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 no. We'll launch. The first yeah. recording, I think we did possibly this time, like March wow. 2022. Wow. And then there was such a huge gap. Then we did a couple of recordings. And I think at a certain point, I was like, no, we can only go live when I have like 15. Or we can only go live when I have... <laughs> then I remember we had the launch date of like August... 18th or something yeah. arbitrary like that because also i'm fixated on dates mm. i need a reference point right then 2022 was ending and i was like i haven't done anything mm. with the year let me just let, let's go live let's yeah. go live you guys. just let's, launched we launched mm. and i think um but if i mean yay if you see the common thread i think i haven't mm. yet seen it you i really do see it mm. But anyway, let's get practical. Okay. Okay. The setup, production team, <laughs> you know, the marketing. I know I've named myself your Joburg marketing uh, department, <laughs> but how did you put this together? And what are the challenges of putting oh. together a team? So I think production came ready. Mm. Um, From they, podcast? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They, they okay. came ready. They had their own things sorted um and i sort of was making it up along the way okay and i want to tell you that i have reached a point where i am not making it up along the way. and sometimes i feel like are you taking this seriously mm. enough and i'll tell you why um the person who stands in my way in all of this mm. is still myself Okay. Because I think I continue to second guess myself all the time. Okay. Including second guessing, like putting myself out there. Mm -hmm. um, I remember as I was going live, somebody asked me to say, but what's been your marketing strategy? And I was like, um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do a Facebook page. Yeah. And he said to me, no, you need to like take this seriously, have a launch party. I'm like, I don't know, but will people come? So I think there are certain things that it has been um, learning from how other people do it. Okay. Sucker punching the voice of doubt all the time. Okay. And then just trying it out. Also because I, um, with the podcast specifically, mm. um, I decided why I wanted to do it. And I think in some ways, it affects how I market. Okay. I didn't want to market like everybody else is marketing it with hype. Yes. Because more than the hype, I, I need the why to be louder for me. Okay. So is my, I think my marketing strategy is evolving. Mm -hmm. um, production is sorted, shame. It's... The host. It's like, the host. It's the host. And we're getting there. <laughs> we're no, getting we're getting there. there. We're getting there. And while I say that, shout out to Moon, my cousin who does my artwork. Amazing. Because amazing. He's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. even for him, like we'll have a small conversation mm. and then he will come up with something. If you've seen the logo. Yeah. Um, the way he did it. Um, he just said, what do you want to do? I was like, oh, some gender podcast. This is the name. This is what I want to do. He said, send me a picture. When he said it, he will tell you every time he sends something, he'll be like, please don't follow it up with a voice note because I'll always send a voice <laughs> note saying, how did you capture my real end? This is what I wanted. Yeah. So I truly, I've had supportive people mm. who have sometimes, particularly in the days where I'm not sure, 
carried this thing. Carried yeah. it through. And carried me through it. Shame. So I know you for not having a poker face, right? Mm-hmm. Like you carry it all yes. on your face. Yes. How do you handle real-time reactions when you're interviewing somebody and they tell you something shocking or... I think I my my reaction mm. I just let it be yeah because I think that's just because I want to have real conversations with real people my hope is that my reactions will be real as well yeah. and yes there's some things that are shocking yes even where I'm like this is not how I thought the conversation would go exactly. or sometimes I'll ask a question yeah and I'll get a particular response mm. and I literally say to people really Mm. because that's not how I think <laughs> uh, that's not what I thought yeah so I think I let it flow just like that yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay um so guest wish list who would you love to have in this chair and why so more than and you know who I want you to interview <laughs> I don't wait we'll get to that so more than <laughs> more than why than who mm. it's the stories behind them okay right LinkedIn with the name of the podcast, right? Yes. So, mm. I would really like to hear from um, a single father who is actively parenting. Beautiful. Because I feel like sometimes we've heard single mother stories, and this is not to take away from them. Right. But I actually think that there are fathers who are really doing the best they can. Mm-hmm. Um, and m- people may not necessarily be applauding the same way, Mm-hmm. but I, th- I want to hear from them how they are dealing with that, how they are dealing with those struggles. I also still want to hear from single mothers. There are stories that we hear right. and conclusions that we, we make. And I think that sometimes women have had to adapt from mm-hmm. situations that they didn't think, or at least scenarios they didn't think would play out as they have. Okay. Um, a friend of mine once told me about being unemployed, being a single mother, mm. her daughter was sick in the middle of the night and she just went to the hospital. She couldn't pay for the child to be attended to. And she said to me, I just sat in that hospital to say, at least the child will die in hospital. Mm. Um, and, um, but obviously sometimes when you see her celebrating her daughter who has right. grown, you don't see that part. Um, I would like to hear, and this is possibly a little controversial. Mm-hmm. I would like to hear from a wife who has stayed in a marriage where the world is like, but why? Yes. Right? Yes. I recently like unpacked the concept of um, love hopes. And I think that's now the problem that Don't I have with, lo- with love. <laughs> no, that, I think that's my new yeah. problem that I have with uh, love is that it hopes. It does. Because I would say, sis, why are you staying with mm. this person? But I'm not understanding the dynamics. Okay. Okay. I would also like to hear from someone who left to save their lives. Mm. Like if they didn't leave. Because we are living, I mean... Zambian, I think African culture, the way we look at marriage, the load we put on a woman to sustain that marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, so when people walk away, right, they are facing like difficult, you know, it's not just that you are leaving, like your marriage 
this this thing that you hoped for mm-hmm. and that you saw growing and you planned your life around it. Yeah. Then you're going to deal with society who may be like, oh, she failed or he failed. Mm. Just what that looks like and how right. you how you live through that. I would also my list is long. No, continue. I would. <laughs> We're putting it out into the universe, yeah. Mm, um, I would also like to discuss different elements of grief. Wow. And I'll tell you why. Um, we grieve a particular way culturally. Okay. And I think we think that that's the be all and end all. So mm. you may not know this. In Zambia, when someone passes away... We gather, right? Right. We gather for a few days and then most people leave. Right. So sometimes I feel like grieving only starts when people start leaving right. and how we navigate that. But mm-hmm. I've not heard of a lot of grief counselors. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. not heard of a lot of people like seeking help. But then I've also watched some people's lives go a particular way. Yeah. And me who... I sometimes think I'm very aware. I will say to myself, if this person could just speak to someone right. about what they're going to, and because grief is, grief is such a process, like sometimes you're okay and then you're not, mm. and then you're great and then you're angry with the world. Right. So even though they will tell you about the seven stages of grief. It's cyclical. Yes. And yeah. I feel like it's not even a circle. It's mm. one discombobulated line that's going between seven different points yeah. for a long time. Mm. So even there, I, w- I think I would like to, to hear, but not all bad stuff because I'm yeah. not, the, you know, just about <laughs> doom and gloom. But I'm finding you, it's appearing like you are providing a platform to comment on cultural issues, Zambian cultural issues, because we do come from you know, generations of parents where things are not spoken about, conversations are not heard. And I think our generation is seeing the consequences of not having those difficult conversations. So from what the guests you've mentioned in my Mm. head, I was like, hmm. Yeah. So I think, I think also, right. Not to, not to put down our parents' generation. Uh They also, the problem they had is they had a change. Mm. So, our grandparents and those that came before them had a different type of community setting. Mm. They had gathering round the fire at night. They had men meeting under the thatch Mm. where like lessons were taught and, and you know, even folk tales um, were the ways that lessons were taught. Uh Our parents were raised by, people who had to move from that setting and try and make life work. Mm -hmm. And then our parents didn't have the benefit of community the way that their parents and their parents before them had. Mm. So I can imagine they, where were they going to talk about it? Right. Right. And then now we have inherited the not talking about it Mm. thing, including um, these cultures and norms and rules which by the way i saw this very funny tweet about how someone's son someone's son (laughs) said to them they think culture is peer pressure from dead people (laughs) (laughs) so we've inherited this peer pressure from dead people from dead people sometimes Mm -hmm. without context right right and then now we're having to navigate this ever-changing world Mm -hmm. so i feel like we need to have those conversations because i mean in a perfect world I'm seeing podcasts as the conversations around a fire. 
beautiful. Oh, deep I love Hallelujah. it. Yeah, yes. as those conversations like <laughs> yeah. around the fire where yeah. we are coming back to say, mm. I walked this path. Come on now. Learn this lesson mm. so that when you encounter this, right. you don't have to walk the same path to, right. learn, to learn the lesson. Experience isn't actually the best teacher. Mm. I don't have to experience it right. to learn from it. So, yeah. Beautiful. I remember the first time I listened to your podcast, I said, oh, now people get to experience what I experience <laughs> within our friendship. No, really. Like the, the talking about serious issues, mm. the learning from each other, mm. and the feeling safe enough. Mm. To mm. open up about, you know, those, you mean your, your guests are so brave. The, sh truly, sure. I think every person that has come here has mm. been so brave to just be like, here's me, see right. me, here's my story. Mm. Um, because, again, we are still living like on the backdrop of social media where the picture we will paint is that I am doing well. Mm. I mean, you... You see pictures with mm. filters and mm. uh, whatever, 360 cameras and da-da-da-da-da. And you just be like, hey, this person is well. But yes. you don't know once the, you know, the camera stopped rolling, mm. what's actually going in the background. So honestly, thank you to every single one of my nine guests who has come to like. And the more that will come. Yeah. Yes, I'm actually pursuing like more stories. I mean, sometimes I even feel like, hey, am I approaching people looking for tragedy? To be like, oh, so I heard you. Do you want to come and share your story in my podcast? No. <laughs> no, but I just I just feel like yeah. we're working with heroes among us. We really and are. we are also the heroes among us. It's just mm. that we don't want to talk, talk about, about it. it. And you don't know how telling your story is going to help the next person. Yeah. yeah. Kachi Hande is recorded and produced by Vibecast Podcast Network. Vibecast ZM is Zambia's premier podcast network. Get in touch with Vibecast on 0979-591899 or email production at vibezm.com. You can also search for Vibecast ZM on all social media platforms. Vibecast, making it possible for you to tell your stories. Now let's continue this conversation. Are you prepared for how big this could be? Are you prepared for mm. a video podcast? Are you prepared mm -mm. for the social mm -mm. media, the, the, mm -mm. the Facebook comments that you love so much? <laughs> Are you prepared for the, you know, what comes with fame and popularity? Because this is going to grow. So. I mean, so thank you for that from your lips to God's ears. Amen. Um, <laughs> Video, no, I am just coming to terms. Why? <laughs> no, my voice, <laughs> my voice irritates me. Huh? <laughs> Maybe next year you'll be like, I never thought we'd be here doing a video <laughs> podcast. So we never know. Okay? No. So look, I will tell you, even with my stories and even with like doing a, a, an audio podcast mm. only, I still can get to hide a little bit <laughs> because. Yeah. I'm not that social actually I feel like I have a small circle yeah. and my small circle can say to you that I'm noisy I'm whatever but you take me out of my safe space and I think I shut down a bit okay. and I think people are so unkind behind a keyboard like mm. I don't know when we became these people um, so I feel like by the time I get to video I have to have psyched myself up to be like yeah it's okay if you have a five head. Yeah. It's okay if you feel like your cheeks are huge. Mm. And it's okay if people don't agree with yeah. what you present. Right? Mm. Because I think that's... And, I, and in as much as I think I have reconciled that in my own personal life, I am running my own race. 
at my own pace. Mm-hmm. Good for you if you're doing something similar and maybe you're getting there quicker than I am or yours is like a more glamorous thing. But I think at the same time, we underestimate how your mind can fixate on the negative. Mm-hmm. And already, I think in life, our own selves mm-hmm. are, you know, like you, you are, like I said, I have to suck a punch myself you know the internal part of me that's always sort of like talking me down yeah that's a daily struggle yeah and that's something that you learn every day now i must add you and your comments yes i mean i'm hoping it grows i'm hoping that it's big Mm -hmm. um and i'm hoping maybe by the time that i get there i would have reconciled some of these fears i know that people are so ready for me to go (laughs) we are but you in time look i will i'll never say never because i never thought i'll do a podcast but here we are look where we are right right yeah 10 episodes in Mm. Mm. more to come yes yeah okay yeah Mm -hmm. no we're looking forward to it and i know it is gonna grow because of the the type of people you have on and the stories that and the conversations that we're having are you gonna write stories still i still that Still is like a passion of mine, to be honest mm. with you. I still want to see my stories in print. Are we going to get a book? I was about to say, am I finally <laughs> going to get my book of short stories? Yes. And this is not, not, and even if I just sell like 10 copies to my family members who are generally forced yeah, to be we'll the just buy who, 10, 10, 10. Who will who <laughs> have to do my stuff. I think I would still like to, I still, and, and this is a shame. My, my editor, I think, is even just like, this girl is not serious. Mm. My stories have been edited. I still want to um, publish my stories um, because I feel like with my stories, I also get to teach without being direct about the fact that I'm teaching. Yeah. Yeah. And as I think the I'm daughter older of a school, school principal, mm, you get mm, that teaching vibe coming mm, through. School. I do, and I'm yeah. not even a teacher, Shane. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I think I think I would still like to do my stories, but mm. also I think so. I've encouraged two of my nieces to start writing. Uh, a part of me um, needs to go to print for like my nieces and nephews, for them to be like, oh, she she wrote stories. Yeah, I can do this. Yeah, mm. mm-hmm. and that leads me to where I wanted to go to is family support and mm. your family and how what role they've played with the law, with the writing stories, with the podcast. Mm. Tell us more about that. Shame. I am so blessed with people who cheer me on. I think sometimes they don't even understand what they're cheering, mm. and I I even feel like they've they've gone in like autopilot support mode. They'll be like, yeah, yeah, you can do it. I'm like, no, but I can't. What did Uncle call your blog? <laughs> We're not talking about that. <laughs> so look, when I decided, and I say this, and my my dad, my dad, and oh, possibly my listen, mom will say, listen. I mean, we supported her even when she tried to be an athlete, and we would attend sports there. Should be there running at the, you know the last one, but be like, go, mama, you can do it. No, but I have had the privilege of like cheerleaders oh, shame i think with the law thing um but that way i think it was easier for them to support the law thing right. because Lawyer, you're supposed to go to now. school you're supposed to da, 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 da. Yeah. when i started writing the stories i think there was a bit like why is she doing this mm. right but i will say to you that um 
it's like my friends, my close friends and family who like, I will post a story before you, they even read it. They will like and share. Always. Standard. Right? Before <laughs> they even listen to the episode, they will like and share. And yeah. I will tell you that just having that kind of support, it, it makes me feel invincible. Yeah. I can't lie. Um, and, and so I've always had the privilege. And sometimes, like I'll tell you, like mm. school-wise, mm. um, there was a time my grade 12 results came out. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at my results and I was like, oh, I got a one in math. And my mother was like, oh, thank God. I think I was expecting like a four or a six. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is wrong with you? How can you? But And I think that's why sometimes I'm like, have, you, have they gone into autopilot support where they're just like, you know what? Let's, let's cheer her on. <laughs> She's trying. She's <laughs> let's, trying. Let's, just let's cheer her on. So you can do it. No, no, no. But look, <laughs> at least they do a great job. Yeah. Of helping me believe in myself mm. um, and that I'll, I'll, I'll give it a go. I at least can count like, okay, if this thing is going to go, I at least can count 10 people. I'm related right. to most of them, but I can at least count that these people like will show up and show out. And That's the advantage that I've had, shame. Yeah. Yeah. With your family support. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So, and I'm sure this won't come as a surprise as yeah. we wrap up, mm. you know, me and my quotes. Yeah. So I found a very interesting one. Mm -hmm. That says one good conversation can shift the direction of change forever mm. by Linda Lamb. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I think, well, expand. Like I said, <laughs> um, so if I say to you just like directly, mm. if you put your hand in flames, right, you're hand's going to get burnt. Right. Chances are you're not going to believe me. Mm. However, if I take you through a journey mm. about somebody else mm. and how they encountered this red and yellow glow and how they harnessed it mm. for good mm -hmm. and how uh, an antagonist mm. then harnessed it for evil mm -hmm. and then how an unsuspecting person underestimated the impact uh -huh. of those, that red and orange and yellow glow. Mm. And then their skin changed forever. Mm. Chances are, because I've taken you on that journey, you will understand that yeah. I shouldn't put my hand in the flame. In the flame. Right? And that's what I think conversations do. Because naturally, I think quite naturally, human beings are storytellers. Um, and it's how we teach, it's how we, um, we inspire, it's how we apologize. I think it's possibly how we even, most of us, declare our love. Yeah. It's how we express, <laughs> <laughs> it's how we express feelings, it's how we express everything. Yeah. And it's in that, like, conversation, right? Mm. When you take me on this journey of words, mm. of course you're going to change how I feel about myself. Yeah. Of course you're going to change how I feel about something. And then we can agree to just do great things because we sat and we talked about it. Mm. And, so, and for me, that is the golden thread for you. You are a storyteller <laughs> whose stories change people's lives. I hope so. You really are. I hope you so. Really I mean, are. funny thing is, these days I've been wondering, like, am I still a lawyer? 
Like law, law is can story I, can I, can You guys, I st- lawyers can cook <laughs> some stories, guys. <laughs> you are a storyteller. Maybe getting reformed through <laughs> the podcast no, and the people. stories, but you guys are storytellers. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I mean, I'm hoping. Like, look, I don't know if I'll ever have like a million followers, right? Yeah. Um, but I always think my, I will measure my impact. Mm on the changes it will make in people's lives, whether it's making them think differently about something, Mm -hmm. whether it's making them see themselves differently. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's the hope with these conversations. But more so, I think it's also just getting someone through a difficult time. Um, We don't talk about it. I mean, when we had sexual abuse, I had people like talking about how they just never thought they'll be able to talk about it. Shame. Or asking, like, you know, that person was able to tell their family, mm. do you think after decades I should tell my family? Sure. So, yeah, I think that's... What, what was... Who, whose quote was that again? Tell me. <laughs> Linda Lamb. Beautiful, yeah. isn't it? No, no, for sure. Linda Absolutely. was on the money. She was on it. Linda was on the money with yep. that one. For yeah. sure. For sure. Mm. Yeah. So that is, yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, we've had this conversation and I'm hoping yeah. that to answer, like, who is behind this podcast, why they're doing it. Um, the how is still Vibecast. So please <laughs> reach out to Vibecast. <laughs> um, but um, I'm hoping that it kind of makes sense why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah. Um, and maybe to help people understand like the type of episode. So you may you may not find your like favorite celebrity here. Yes. Uh, I mean, that's nothing. Please now reach out if you have a story to tell and you're a celebrity. Um, <laughs> but it's I'm just looking for the everyday heroes, like walking our streets mm. unknowingly, mm. holding these like great impact stories yeah. that will like change people's lives. So if you do have a story to tell, and I must say this, please reach out. Please um, let me know um, and join this brave conversation. Um, Obviously, at every given time, I ask people like, how comfortable are you with going this far? Or are you okay with us talking about this? Mm. But people are sitting on gold and they have no idea. So they should reach out and join us. And if you haven't followed our Facebook page or our Instagram page, that's just gossip now at this point because join the conversation. Come be, you know, the what do we say? A, a conversation between A, B, and A, B, a and B, B and C. C. Yes. Don't be C. Yeah. Don't see yourself. Don't out. see yourself out of this conversation. <laughs> join, yeah. follow, share, interact with us. We would like to hear from you. So thank you so much thank for you. you know hosting or asking the questions. To be honest, I was concerned about where some of these questions were going. I'm I'm well disciplined. You are shaped. I'm so disciplined. You are. You are. You <laughs> Maybe are. after the twentieth episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come and have Part another two. conversation. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. Yeah, I was like, you're mm, am I going to have to because you know my parents don't know everything. <laughs> no, don't worry, I'm a good girl. I'm well disciplined. Keep believing that. Yeah. So thank you so much for uh, coming through. Thank you so much for asking the questions. Hopefully, for those that have you know have been curious, your questions have been answered. Thanks for listening. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Kachihande. Please make sure you subscribe on Anchor, Google, and Apple Podcasts. Like and follow our Facebook page, Kachihande, to keep the conversation flowing. Share it with your friends, your family, your colleagues, and everyone around you. It's time we have those conversations we're too scared to have.